Welcome, welcome, welcome all. Greetings. This is Keith here for the Unplanned Podcast, the very first episode of the Unplanned Podcast. I'm going to dive right into it. Um, today's scripture reference is going to be from Jeremiah chapter 1, verse 5, and how fitting because it's going to go into what we're talking about here. And it says, Before I formed thee in the belly, I knew thee. And before thou camest out, out of the womb, I sanctify thee, and I ordain thee a prophet unto the nations. Now, many of us have heard this scripture before. Many of us have heard sermons preached on this before. And I find this scripture um, not only ironic to my situation, but I'm pretty sure a lot of you can relate to the scripture as well. When God has a calling on your life. Let's talk about that. God has a calling on your life. <laughs> if I can tell you some of the things that I've known, some of the things I have heard, some of the things I experienced in life myself um, coming up in this daily walk, coming up in this um, this journey of life, um, I can tell you from, from jump that it wasn't always peachy. Matter of fact, it's a story in its own right. <laughs> Um, I remember as a kid coming up and some of us had parents that were strongly into the church, strongly into the word of God. They were active in the church and my family was just that they were strong in the church. They were, they knew the word backwards and forwards. There was every service, every program, every auxiliary they could think of. They pretty much participated in, <laughs> and of course, because we were kids, because we were in that group. It was the same scenario. So here we are today, uh, leading to where I'm at right now in this. When I first got my calling, I had to be no more than probably ooh, seven, eight years old, perhaps. I remember being in church and being touched by the word of God. I mean, I would hear the, the preachers up there preaching and the deacons would do their, their, uh, their morning prayer and the morning hymn and um, it got to a point where as a kid, you know, you didn't know what's going on. You just knew that they was in there praying and they was, you know, as we call it, hooping and hollering. And I remember the deacons praying so hard. They was banging on the chairs and it was, it was something to behold. Um, and then I recall one day I would say probably fast forward me like a year or two later, we were, I was in the junior choir. At the time, along with my siblings and a few friends of mine at church, we were in the junior choir. And the choir just did an A and B selection right before the minister got up and do his thing to do the morning sermon. And um, the spirit of Yah came in. And as it came in, um, a young woman at the time at the church was sitting in, in the choir section. And I remember her in her praise and worship on. She was heavy into it. She was worshiping y'all like i never seen before hands raised speaking in tongues and everything else now before i go any further this is my first time having an encounter with tongues i knew the people they were hollering they were saying thank you jesus thank you god and you know doing the, the lap around the church and what they stood he's doing the little, little dance whatever or jumping up and down you know whatever the case may be but um this particular incident here changed my life forever um 
as she was praying, as she was praising Yah, I should say, the Ruach Kadesh, which is the Holy Spirit, came down upon her. And as it ended to her, I seen something that changed my life in retrospect on this walk forever. I heard God's real voice. Now, many of you say, what's God's real voice? Some may say, you know, it's a whisper. Some may say it doesn't exist. Some may say it's something this or something that. But to hear God's real voice, once you hear it, it changes your mindset forever. Um, his voice was something that not only <laughs> humbled me, but it scared me. It, 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 it woke me up. It, it, it shook me to my core, literally. I remember as she was praying, praising and worshiping him and his voice came out of her. Now, this is a woman, not a man, not a young man, not a young boy. This is a woman. And he came out in his, your voice and he said, I am that I am. And he went on from there speaking and giving him a prophetic word through her. And um, it altered my life forever. I'm sitting here as a kid, you know, and I'm listening to all this happen. I'm listening to all this take place. I'm sitting there like, wow, what in the world is this? What was going on? I'm sitting there literally froze, afraid, but in awe and shock at the same time, if that makes sense. This is me as a kid now, right? So, and the voice is so powerful. And the things he said through her was so changing and and it altered the way I viewed things. And even in this walk, even I looked at church, um, the voice of God, the, the voice that I experienced that day was so powerful that when he spoke, it felt like the, the building, the, the city, the block, the, the, the whole world, the shook felt like, you know, and I'm sitting there like, man, this is incredible. This is powerful. This is, what is this? The best way to describe the voice, I would say, was probably if you were ever near a loudspeaker, you ever been to a concert or you were, um, you buy the loudspeaker or say you've been in a car and those of us who have vehicles or been in vehicles before that um you had the speakers in your car you know the, the base in the back of the car the the 10s the 12 15 inch speakers in your car and you got the amp up you know what i'm talking about guys and ladies and the music turned up loud and the bass is hitting and it's boom 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 but it's number bass like a bass cd or 808 have you want to call it that's what god was sound like at that time and when I heard that voice, it rattled me. Like I felt my bones rattle. I felt my my insides shake. <laughs> I felt my teeth shake. And I'm not making this up. I'm not exaggerating. This is a true test when I'm giving right now. And um even talking about now, I get chills and you know, and just thinking about it, I get goosebumps thinking about it because this really, really happened. And um when when God has a call on your life. Some may hear that voice. Some may not. They might hear another way. They might hear it through a prophet. They may hear it through song. They may hear it through worship. Or God may tell them via dreams. Whatever the case may be, when your calling is great and when God calls you, it's something to behold. It's special. Um, when I took my call, uh, I, I kind of shot away from it because I knew that um, and as a kid, you like, yeah. You know, I, I got to live. I'm just a kid. I'm going to do what I do. I'm going to go outside. I'm going to play basketball with my brothers and my family. I'm going to I'm going to go hit the block with the, with the guys. I'm going to ride my bike. I'm going to hit the clubs. I'm going to catch a girl, kiss a girl. I'm going to do all this and then some. 
And, you know, God said, nah, you're not doing that. You're not doing that. So, you know, in true fashion, I rebelled. I ran. And as I got older, um, I thought that I may have escaped it. You know, fast forward to like maybe my teenage years, maybe late teens or into my early 20s. I rebelled. I got more taste of the world. I got to drinking and partying and, you know, fornicating, the whole nice shacking as people call it in the church. <laughs> I was doing that and then some. And um, it got to a point where um, I didn't know I was prophetic till I would say probably I had to be no more than like in my early 20, I say like maybe 22, 23 years old. I think it was, I'm telling my age, but never mind that. But <laughs> I'd be like 22, 23 years old when I gave my first prophecy. Um, I want to say it started when I was at home one day. And as I was at home one day, I was sitting at home. My friends are all out. For some reason, I didn't go out that night. But I did have a bottle of alcohol with me. And uh, I remember sitting at home, you know, took a shot or two or whatever. I wasn't like drunk anything. But, and I remember at the time it was late. It had to be like maybe, um, maybe about 11, maybe something 12 a.m. And I get a phone call so from a friend. She had just got off work and she was telling me about how work went. And we know we would talk, you know, just casual talk, whatever, nothing out of the ordinary. Just, hey, how's work going? How was your day? You know, et cetera, et cetera. And out of nowhere, um, she started talking about the guy she was dealing with. And we got on that touch that for a minute. And fast forward, we um, were talking, we're talking about they're going to their plans for the weekend or date night, whatever the case may be. They was going to have a date night tonight. He's going to come over tonight. He's going to spend the night, you know, know how it goes down. So as she was talking, I'm hearing this audible voice in my ear. And I'm sitting there like, am I hearing things? Now, back then, I don't know those who had landline phones. Some of us still have them. I had a landline cordless phone. And as you know, some of us that had landline phones back in the day or cordless phones back in the day, you know, you can pick up conversations with other people. You know, you know, if you know what I'm talking about, you, you already saying, yeah, he's right. But <laughs> back in the day, uh, on cordless phone, landline phones, sometimes you can pick up people's phone calls up, or, or phone conversations up, um, whether it would be blocks away or even probably another town, perhaps, depending on what was going on, area you were in. So I thought maybe that's what I was hearing. I said, what am I hearing? But this voice said something that only I could understand and hear. And this voice was telling me, tell her to leave him alone. And I'm sitting here like, huh? So I, I played it off, played it on mine. I'm like, yeah, okay, it's 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 whatever. You know, you know I'm talking tripping, man. I'm buzzing because I had maybe, maybe too much to drink, whatever, you know. And it said it again. Tell her to leave him alone. So I asked her, I said, hey, did you hear that? She was like, did you hear what? I said, this voice. She was like, uh, no, I hear you, but I don't, <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. I said, okay, maybe I'm tripping. So again, a third time it happened, but it gets louder. He says, tell her to leave him alone. So I'm like, okay. I opened up my door. I looked down the hallway. I said, nobody's in the house but me. 
okay, what's going on? So I bust out. I said, hey, look, I'm hearing this voice and it's telling you <laughs> to leave this guy alone. Now, imagine me telling someone who never experienced prophecy before, who never, and like myself, never prophesied before ever in life. And I'm telling someone who's a believer per se, but they're not as far along as a person that's in the church is, that's been doing this for years or know about the prophetic. Now, mind you, I never prophesied before. I don't know much about prophecy. I don't know anything, how to prophesy, any of this stuff. But I begin to tell her like, hey, you need to leave this guy alone. That's what it's telling me to do. And she took it as me being jealous. Like maybe I wanted to be with her or maybe I... Um, was just on some crazy stuff because I had, you know, been drinking prior to that. But the voice kept me, kept on telling me, tell her, leave him alone. So eventually, as I'm telling this, she got kind of upset by it. And I'm going to speak things up here a little bit for the sake of time. As I told her that she got upset and she hung up. So I said, okay, that was weird. I was like, am I tripping? Am I bugging? So I'm now second guessing my, my own self. I'm like, man, what am I? Maybe I had too much to drink. Maybe I, 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 I'm, I'm bugging. Maybe I'm just sitting up here just overreacting about what's going on or whatever. But then the voice spoke again. And he says, call her back and tell her what I said. Warn her. So fast forward, I go. <laughs> I picked the phone up again. Took risk, called her again. And every time I call, she would send the phone straight to voicemail. She would ignore my phone call. And guys... As well as ladies, we know how that goes. We're trying to call someone and yeah, it rings a few times and go straight to voicemail. That's what it was. I was being ignored. So God says again, call her. Leave a voicemail. Like, leave a voicemail. Like, what the heck? So, man, I'm sitting here bugs. I've never experienced anything like this ever in life, ever. So I pick up the phone and I call again. And um, I tell her. And I said, hey, you, I don't know where this is coming from, but I know it has to be God. And you have to leave this guy alone. He wants you to leave this guy alone. It's not good for you. You shouldn't be with him. You know, the whole spill, right? And I hang up. And that's when the voice stopped. Now, before I do anything else further, I um, I sat on the side of the bed. I'm like, am I losing my mind? What's going on? And I'm hoping that she would call back within minutes, but she didn't. So I ended up falling asleep. And I would say like roughly two to three hours later, I get a phone call. You know, back then on the landline phones, the cordless phone, you had the call ID on your screen that comes up. So I'm looking at the call ID. I'm like, who's this calling me from an unknown number? I don't know nothing about. And I'm looking, it's not the number I recognize, but some told me, God again, that pick it up so i answer the phone i'm like you know kind of hesitant like hello and next thing i know it's her and she's on the phone like she's having a panic attack like she's upset she's you know um shooken and i said hold on hold on what's wrong what's wrong and she said i had to leave the house i said why are you calling me from this from a payphone and she told me the guy she was with tried to kill her That's right. The guy she was with tried to kill her that same night. And I'm sitting there listening to her on the phone crying and breaking down crying. I'm trying to control her. No, calm her down, I should say. And let her know, okay, it's going to be okay. It's going to be okay. Did you call anyone else? Did you call the police? Did you, where are you now? Are you safe? Where are you now? 
And she told me she was safe. She made it out the house. She had called the police. And the rest was pretty much history. Now, mind you, y'all told me this literally three hours previous that this was going to happen. I didn't think that this was going to happen right away. I didn't know what to expect. I thought I was losing my mind at one point here. But to have that happen suddenly, as the church would say, suddenly, as it happened right there and then, it was like, yo, this is this is powerful. And I remember calling my, my best friend, and I called him. I said, hey, we got to go over here, man. This just went down. This what happened. I need to get over there right now. Can you go with me? He said, yeah, let me let me grab something. You know you know what that meant. And we, I, I come scooting. We can ride out. All right, cool. We go over there. And as we're over there in the car, I explained to him what was going on and what God had showed me, what he had told me, basically, so many words. Not showed me, but told me audibly what he wanted me to tell the young lady. And fast forward, we get to the place. I tell her, and she comes up to me. She hugs me and tells me, thank you. And as I'm sitting there holding her to get her to calm down, as the police finish doing the report, um, the voice talks to me again. And he told me to tell her that I can't go detail all he said, but I can tell you that, you know, he warned her, um, he protected her, and he's with her and so forth. And it went from there. And from that very moment then, I knew that God had plans for me. I knew right there and then God had, you know, a calling on my life to, to do and serve him at all times, at all costs. And it gets to the point where I'm at now, even to even with this podcast. From the beginning, God knew the plans for my life. He knew what he wanted me to do. He knew that hey, I'll be doing this right now as we speak. So here I am now with the Unplanned Podcast. Unplanned. <laughs> I had no idea I'd be doing this. I have done other podcasts. I have done other shows. I have done other things with blogs and everything else, websites and everything else, but do a podcast to tell about my story, about my life, about, you know, my testimony and my journey. I never would imagine, but when it's God's plan, everything's unplanned. He wants you to do what he say, do go. He says, go and be obedient at all costs. The scripture in the Bible that says obedience is better than sacrifice. Well, here we are. Obedience is better than sacrifice. And I'm going to be obedient no matter what, no matter how crazy I may sound, no matter how deep it may be. If he tells me, I'm going to release it. I'm going to do it. And that's just that. So that's pretty much this. I'm not going to hold you long on this podcast. I'm going to be brief with these. Howsoever the, the spirit of, of y'all leads me, I will go forth. But as of right now, I just want to get this out the way, let you know that this is the Unplanned Podcast, and I'm here. For those who want to know more about this, tune in. We have more episodes in the near future. Also, I'm have a social media page on Instagram, the Unplanned Podcast on Instagram. It's up now. If you want to follow, hit that follow button. We'll have more stuff on there, more content on there, as well as more content coming from here in the coming days. And also, I appreciate you all for tuning in and checking this out. As always, much love and y'all bless. Shalom.